The following is brought to you by the Social Suplex Podcast Network. BWB, this is One Nation Radio. You better get it right. Rich Ladder James Boy came to give him life. The Blackest Wrestling Podcast has come to kick all ass and drop it six feet if they're kicking trash. Word, let me welcome y'all to something different. And if you dig it, man, you should let some friends listen. We be getting it in. That's on the regular, dude. Ravish and flow, but this shit rule. See, James don't rap, so I had to break it down. The whole network, man, we coming for the crown. Raps in the columns, I keep them both covered Making the beats too, so the listeners can bump it Hit us with the rating, yeah, I'm saying it's a five Before you hit it, talk, bob your head side to side It's One Nation Radio, and this is the beginning It's Rich, and I'm here with James It's time to listen to One Nation The power of the This is Mike Sempervivi from WrestlingObserver.com. Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day. And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio. Uh, This is Kenny Omega. We're listening to One Nation Radio. Check it out, guys. These guys know what's up. Big Kenny Omega fans. That's all it counts to me. Goodbye and good night. Hey. Welcome to the april 19th edition of one nation radio what is going on everyone this is your host rich and i am joined today by a special guest mr caleb baldwin what's going on man not much man uh you're you're talking to the bathtub though brother yes yes Got that, got that new, uh, new chew on the on the network, brother. Yes, yes. Uh, coming to us from Oklahoma, Mister Caleb Baldwin, uh, host of the Wrestling Watch podcast, coming soon to the Social Suplex Podcast Network. Speaking of the network, we all from the network on behalf of everybody, we want to thank all you guys for downloading and listening and supporting the network. Uh, everyone's Boy. shows are showing an uptick in uh, numbers, and from a personal standpoint, uh, show I put out. Uh, last Sunday solo show. Um, definitely, I missed James uh, during it, but apparently you guys didn't. So, <laughs> you know, according, according, that, James? According, <laughs> according to James, you know, he, he says he, you know, they were just all waiting for him to go. So, oh, shit. Yeah, but uh, thank you guys for all I your downloads you and support and all yeah. that. I'll tell you what it is, man. We got that rub from Dave. Then all of a sudden, our our our, up, our downloads are just going up, just going through the roof. It's crazy. It's the Dave rub, I tell you, man. Crazy, man. But um, first, um, before we get into anything uh, about the superstar shakeup and all that, I just want to say rest in peace to Bruno San Martino, who died Definitely. yesterday, I believe, at the age of 82. Longtime WWF world champion, held the belt for seven years, kind of put all this shit on the map back in the 60s and 70s. Um, so rest in peace to him and our condolences to his family but um we've got some shit to talk about today man uh, wwe has shook this bitch up um Ooh, shook it up man i tell you it's michael j fox's favorite week in the wwe <laughs> year <laughs> sorry I, i'm awful i know but damn it i had to oh man i, I you know threw him the oop and he slammed it home um, Hell yeah. But yeah, man, uh, uh, Caleb, like, you're going to be hosting the Wrestling Watch. That's going to be covering TNA Impact and Ring of Honor. Before we get going, just uh, tell the folks about that a little bit. Well, you know, one thing I've noticed, uh, and like even when I was on SMC, and don't get me wrong, I love the show. There, there was a reason I left. There's no heat, any of that. But um, we have like little to no Ring of Honor or Impact coverage on the network. And actually being given the opportunity to 
provide that um honestly what i would call a need since we are a wrestling network uh being given the opportunity to provide that need is something uh, i take very seriously i'm actually going to record my first episode of the wrestling wash i hope you enjoyed the pilot by the way i wanted to you know make it a little more spicy than just a normal like oh hey this is what i'm doing but anyway (laughs) pardon me um i'm going off on a tangent here i'm going to record the first episode as a review to the impact redemption pay-per-view which is taking place on sunday as some of you may know and the main event is actually austin aries ray phoenix and pentagon jr so yeah yeah man i'm not i'm not doing anything sunday so i might be convinced to watch that main event so we'll see yeah i I might see if my cable provider of uh, nefarious means cable has a, a feed that i can you know purchase and, and that sort of thing <laughs> um but yeah man let's get it started we had the superstars shake up uh, monday and tuesday both involving raw and smackdown lots of guys uh moving back and forth uh, a couple big stars not too many big stars but they also you know a lot of mid carters some low carters and we saw some call-ups from nxt i guess we can start with um monday night raw um it basically makes sense yeah, yeah. like they came out here and they had a kind of a, a shakeup that was kind of weird uh so let's just go through it and and name the whole roster here um on the face well, for, I'm, I'm i'm sorry before we get started i can't believe because there is a perception that this guy's a fucking star for some reason even though like he draws negative gates dude the first name was jinder mahal <sighs> i'm not going to a show because jinder mahal is on the bill Jesus Christ! I'm just saying. We're gonna get Ugh. more into it, but um, I feel like Ugh, I, I, I've heard that um, on some house shows, exactly what you think is is gonna be happening. So I'll, I'll get into it more later. But yes, as Caleb mentioned, Jinder Mahal was the first guy we saw, and my first thought was, "Thank God he's away from SmackDown. I don't have to watch any of the the guys that I love come out here and have to be saddled saddled with that albatross um, that is Jinder Mahal." I thought the I thought the same thing, and then someone else switched later, and I was like, "Damn it! I still gotta watch this guy." <laughs> so um, what they were left with on the face side, you've got. Well, face in quotations um, to begin yes, with. Yes, quote unquote. Um, uh, Roman Reigns, uh, Braun Strowman, Bobby Lashley, Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Bobby Roode, and then it just goes off a cliff. There's No Way Jose, Chad Gable, Zack Ryder. Of course, Dean Ambrose is hurt. Jason Jordan is hurt, and the Big Show is not really around. Um, on the yeah. heel, on the heel end, you have part time in Brock Lesnar. You have Baron Corbin, Jinder Mahal, Elias. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, Mojo Rowley, Goldust, Kurt Hawkins, Sunil Singh, obviously there with gender. I'm sure uh, Samir will be joining him when he returns from the ACL injury, and Mike Kanellis and yeah. Kane. Uh, before we get to the tag teams and all that, uh, what do you think about this this uh, solo roster uh, of the Raw side? Because I'm nervous. Well, it's so It's so, like... I have a bad feeling on because I'm pretty sure Roman's going to win the belt at uh, in Saudi Arabia, and I have a really bad feeling that again to your theory of like they know how to get heels booed, they know how to get you to boo these you know main event heels. They're going to pair up the biggest trash bags they possibly can with Roman throughout the summer. I'm talking, I'm talking Baron Corbin to start. <laughs> I'm talking Jinder Mahal. 
and I'm maybe talking Elias, but he's, I mean, he's, he's getting a little better, but whatever. Uh, I'm talking maybe Elias before SummerSlam and then uh, Lord only knows what they do at SummerSlam. Right. Yeah. So like, you know, as this whole thing was shaking out, like I felt like I saw one Roman Reigns program coming after the other. Like if like I didn't see any like real baby faces move over, like you, you got Bobby Roode, but I mean, is he real like, you know, threat for, you know, it's the top so level funny of Monday you Night say Raw? That. It's so funny you say that because I could easily see him turn heel. I think he needs to. Like him, like I think yeah, he's definitely a miscast as a babyface for I, sure. I think there's three guys that can possibly like turn heel. Of course, you know, without Roman, of course, um, that would be like yeah. Finn Balor, Seth Rollins, or Bobby Roode. Like one of those guys has to turn uh, because as far as the wrestling goes on the main event heel side, it's just not up to par. And I wrote a column today that came out on LordsOfPain.net. Basically, um, it was saying. They're trying to dumb it down as much as possible and reset these alignments for these guys to get the baby faces cheered. What I think they're kind of messing, missing the boat on is, in Roman Reigns' case, because obviously, you know, this all kind of leads back to him. The, one of the things that Roman has going for him normally is, is his match quality. And what I feel like they're doing is taking a gamble and saying, fuck all that match quality. We just want this guy to be cheered. So we're going to, as Caleb said, line him up against these trash bags. Like, we're going to have Jinder Mahal leading matches with Roman Reigns. We're going to have um, Elias, and we're going to have Mojo Rawley. Like, and, of course, we've already seen Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns, like, a million times. Done to death. We've never seen Sami Zayn in that position. So hopefully he gets a chance to mix it up with him. But the Raw side really makes me nervous on that end because... These guys, like, they're not good enough in the ring. And they don't really have the track record. They don't have, like, the, like, I don't know. If you had to pick any of these guys, like, who would have, like, you know, the the best upside at the top of the car, who would it be, Caleb? Of, like, of the heels that they sent over? Is yeah. that what you're asking? Yeah, like, the heels, like, that, that you kind of, like, look at that roster and say, you know, remove Owens and Zayn from this. Like, and look at what's Yeah, removing... Yes, removing the, the, the Canadian goats, but um, right. um, honestly, and this might come as a shock, maybe Mojo. I'm with you. I'm with you, and, and I say that because I feel like Mojo Rowley is not completely unbelievable during his promos. Like, as much as Jinder Mahal's, like, kind of, like, gotten better as a talker, but, like, no one believes it when he says he tra- travels in a limo and does all this I other travel, crap, right? You know, limousine. Yeah I, I, yeah, I didn't believe you for a second there, sir. Um, Baron Corbin, he's never really on camera, like, came with that fire. Mojo Rowley has been, he, you know, he's intense. He, you know, he's not, he's, he's a little rough around the edges, but I think I could take him more seriously than um, any of those other guys. You know, they protected Elias to a great d- degree thus far. Yes. But, I don't know, man. I Hopefully he's ready because one of those guys is going to have to step up and one of those dudes is going to be on top wrestling against whoever the top faces are. Yeah, definitely. I mean, man, I don't know if I'm ready for Roman Reigns and Mojo Rawley on a pay-per-view, sir. Yeah, get ready. It's coming. Roman Reigns, Jinder Mahal is being advertised already on house shows, Caleb. I don't know Holy if you Holy shit. But, I did not know that. Yeah, That's awful. So they're, they're really going all in on that, like, 
fuck it. We don't care how good the match is. We don't care. No, we yeah. just please cheer this guy. That's what they're doing right now. And maybe, maybe I should just save that ten dollars to put toward my car note. <laughs> <laughs> At this rate. So so um the raw tag teams um we've got the authors of pain obviously was were called up after uh, the night after yeah. uh, WrestleMania. Drew McIntyre was their NXT male call-up, and he was linked with Dolph Ziggler, so it looks like, you know, these two dudes with Attitude Part 2. Uh, we finally found the Diesel to go with uh, Shawn Michaels, uh, a.k.a. Dolph Ziggler, uh, but I feel like, the you know... You know, he's definitely not Sean, but he may be a better Diesel. So, <laughs> um, I don't know if, what did you think about McIntyre? I don't know if these guys are better. I don't, I'm sorry. I don't know if these guys are, are better uh, Diesel and, oh, fuck, never mind. I messed up I messed up the joke. Just go ahead. Just go ahead. <laughs> so, so McIntyre, <laughs> what are your impressions on him from, like, what you saw in NXT and um, also outside of WWE? And, Jesus Christ. And his potential on this deal. prospect. He, I'm sorry. He is a much better heel. So in that regard, I'm very uh, excited to see what he what he uh, wants to bring us to the table. Uh, but overall, like Drew McIntyre, just in general, has never really done it for me. Mm-hmm. So to pair him up with Ziggler, I find to be hilarious because he hasn't really done it for me in a few years either. So that's also it's kind of chuckle worthy, in my opinion. I think I think McIntyre is ultimately the end game for uh, the top heel spot on Raw. Uh, right now, he's being kind of put in a tag team, so to as you know, I like this phrase to hide him in plain sight while they acclimate him to the main roster audience again. And then, like if you look at the guy, like he blows Baron Corbin out of the water, he blows Jinder Mahal out of the water, blows Elias out of the water, blows like possibly even Kevin Owens and Zayn out of the water. Like based on what WWE wants, like this guy's like. He's a great wrestler. Promos, we'll have to see, but he's going to get that chance, I feel like, to either be fighting whoever the champion is at SummerSlam or maybe even WrestleMania at this rate. Um, I I think I'm very excited about McIntyre's call-up. Like, I always saw him more as a WWE guy rather than being in NXT or even the Indies. Like, like, good. Like, McIntyre's really good. Like, I like his shit. Um, But... But yeah, he always felt like a more of a WWE guy, even in TNA. Look, just fucking look at him, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's fucking jacked, bro. I was actually at the SmackDown where Vince called him the Chosen One. Right. Yeah, I long was there. time ago, long time ago, young Caleb. Um, yes, fifteen-year-old Caleb, you know, put my age out there. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, I'm like um, looking at it. The rest of the faces, or the rest of the tag teams, you have the authors of pain. You have the revival who've been buried sixty feet deep under uh, yes. uh, under rubbish. You have Axel and Dallas who are deserted and left on Raw by the Miz. Um, you have Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy, uh, Apollo Cruz and Titus O'Neil, Brizongo, the Ascension, and Slater and Rhino. That division is it needs help. Uh, the, I think I think Frank Reynolds would say that division is trash. Yes. But, yes. Yeah. Um. So you know, I think there's like you know a couple programs there, but it's gonna get long in the tooth. I don't expect McIntyre to be a tag team guy for the long haul. I think he's definitely um, gonna have a lot of room to grow, especially if Brock Lesnar ends up departing from WWE. So. Um, yeah. I could. I you could sell me on him and Rollins as a program at like a SummerSlam. Yeah. Like um. What do you think, like, you know, uh, right now, you know, Seth Rollins is the Intercontinental Champion. Uh, Right now, Brock Lesnar looks like he's going to hand the belt back to Roman Reigns at any moment. What are you, like, when you look at the face side, like, you have Lashley and Strowman just sitting there, right? 
and it's like pretty much what do yeah. you really kind of what what are your what would your idea be to kind of do with these guys because Strowman had all the juice in the world to begin with at the start of the year and then you know it kind of got moved around you know to eventually teaming with a 10-year-old child at WrestleMania but yeah. following that it's like what well, what the fuck happened it's so weird cuz like it's like a a Schrodinger's like how like how protected is this guy? Because like, yeah, he loses the chamber to Roman. Yeah, you know he's in a tag team match just out of nowhere at WrestleMania. But at the same time, he beats like a dominant tag team basically on his own. Um, he eliminates five guys from the elimination chamber, and he honestly, in my opinion, he has probably been one of the most protected guys in the company in quite some time. Right. Like basically, if like, but it's if, like, what if, are if, they like, doing they with a, all this protection, though? Like, because it's, it's, it's like a, not leading anywhere. It's, it's like, it's like if they did that with Austin, but they just never pulled the trigger. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have you keep doing other stuff, you know? Like they, like they almost get there every time, and they're like. Uh, uh, no, 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 we're good. Uh, we'll keep you here, sir. Yeah. But as far as Lashley and Strowman go, sign me up for those two facing each other. I would watch that. I would fucking watch that. No, you're the, you're the impact guy. I don't really know much about Bobby Lashley um, because, you know, I came back to watching wrestling, like, in the middle of 2011. Um, yeah, so you so missed, like, I his entire WWE yep. So, So what can I expect out of this guy? Uh, expect pure power. Don't expect anything great in mic work. Uh, he's, I would say he's marginal on the mic. Some people would say he's gotten better, but, and I would agree, but I would say he's still marginal. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, expect like pure, just <sighs> dominance and, um, displays of, of athleticism and strength. Think Brian cage, but black. <laughs> wow. So he's I, out here flipping and, he's out here flipping and shit too, apparently, huh? <laughs> Oh no! I forgot about the flips, man. Yeah, like, think think Brock Lesnar, but black. Yeah, Black gotcha. Lesnar's a an appropriate. It's, it's a common <laughs> term I hear. Um, but yeah. yeah, man. Um, yeah, so it'll be interesting. You know, maybe when Dean Ambrose comes back, he's the top heel, and I think they could solve a lot of their problems. Um, oh. But yeah, like I'm, I am concerned on the Raw side, you know, with the lack of great wrestling heels, you know, with the possible matches that will go forward on pay-per-view this year. The good thing is that it's not all just Raw and SmackDown pay-per-views. Like, they're all going to be together. So we yes. don't have to fill out an entire card with all these guys. So that could be yes. uh, something, uh, somewhat of a saving grace here. Um, but yeah, man, like looking else elsewhere, uh, let's talk about the women on the, uh, raw side. Um, the face, okay. the face, yeah, let's. you know, the faces, we have Ronda Rousey, we have Nia Jax, who's the champion. We have Ember Moon, Bailey, the newly face, Natalia and Dana Brooke. Um, the heel side, we have Alexa Bliss, Mickey James. Uh, I wouldn't really put her on the heel side, but they have a listed there, Sasha Banks, because they yeah. still have heels jumping her because they haven't officially turned her. Um, you have the Riot Squad with Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, and Sarah Logan, and the inactive Alicia Fox at the moment. Um, looking at their division, I don't know, man. Um, they, it, I think it's, it speaks to more of that, um, you know, with the heels, they're they're putting the people in those heel positions that we don't necessarily respect as wrestlers, um, aside from maybe Ruby Riot. Ruby um, Riot, yeah. So 
it, and Mickey James. Aside from that, it's yes. just like, you know, I don't know, bro. Um, and then the face is like, I'm shocked. Are, are you shocked at all that people have just been as cool with Nia Jax as um, they have been? Because I'm shocked. Like, I love it. And, you know, Nia Jax, I've always kind of like dug like what she did and she brings something different. But I thought people were going to turn on her and they didn't. I really am surprised that, yeah, this hasn't been like a Rocky Maivia situation, but I don't know. I guess people just like power. Like, that's yeah. that's the only rationale I can come up with on this one, man. Yeah, man. And then, you know, Ember Moon is uh, the, the NXT call up here, and she's – Yeah. I've made my um, concerns about Ember Moon known, like, if it's not in the ring, I don't know. But what do you think about Ember Moon? Ember Moon, I've I've only ever been impressed by her, mm-hmm. quite honestly. Um, I even like, and I don't even like Shayna, but like her two matches with Shayna, I loved. You know what the best thing for about um, Ember Moon's call up is? What's that? They got rid of Asuka from being on the brand, like <laughs> because she's like Asuka's oh, personal job. Yeah, imagine <laughs> it. Yes, imagine if Asuka was still on Raw with her. Oh man. Uh, but yeah, man. I don't know, man. Like it's kind of up and down. We'll we'll see how Rousey really fits in for the long term. But I I, I do think I, she's eventually going to be the champion. Sorry. Yeah, yeah right? she will. I I do want to say real quick. I actually I like the pairing of her with Natalia. I didn't know they'd ever yes. trained together, but. Um, Natalia, like she is not a good baby face or, or heel or just character in general when left to her own devices. But I think pairing her up with Ronda Rousey, who is over like fucking Rover is going to do wonders for her as a character and, uh, maybe putting her in tag matches with Natalia. I don't know exactly what the plans are, but if you do that, that will do ronda a good service as well i'm i'm just letting you know this natalia slander is not about to fly in these streets on one nation radio um (laughs) you will not talk down about queen jump zone uh who pretty much was responsible for inventing the phrase of jumps jump zone uh shout out to james i'm uh, sorry i thought carmella was i thought carmella was responsible for the jump zone no uh i believe i believe it well natty really took it to a next level i think carmella did do like you know the whole deal with the jumping nikki bella but um yeah like um f- from there dana Brogan yeah, or whatever but yeah yeah so i it looks like nia Jax might have a long fruitful reign you know and let until someone cashes in on her maybe <laughs> maybe so yeah it's i don't think man, you go back to, to tell i don't think you go back to alexa that fast they're probably never going to put the belt on mickey again uh sasha and bailey's feuds kind of just simmer in there but they kind of like keep refusing to really you know let him get it on so i don't know man yeah, they, they, I, they've got to figure it out weird can i um speak to that real quick it's yeah. weird like how they're doing it because i think they might be saving it for like a summer pay-per-view or maybe even summer slam but i'm hoping the heat is still there right and or at least i'm hoping that the heat can get there because i don't know that the heat's entirely there right now to be truthful yeah, and them not being put in that WrestleMania match, I think, kind of bum people out. Like, and then also like yeah. how they actually got used, like at um, you know the WrestleMania kickoff show, not WrestleMania. Um, yes, no, no, no. If it was WrestleMania, <laughs> let me just say to any of you truthers out there that are just oh, pre-show is still mania. No, it's fucking not. Because if it was, and people want to mock me for this because people don't buy DVDs or whatever, but if it was. They would get royalties for the DVD sales. Well, the but cool, they don't because. But the thing is, the pre-show does. 
Yeah. The the thing is, this year, they're putting the pre-show on the DVD. Oh, they are. Well, shit. My entire argument just goes out the window. That's dude. okay. I got you, man. So that's why I stopped you to, to let, so you didn't have to put that okay. on the airwaves. Okay, well, damn nope. it. I was going to get on my soapbox. I was going to get, I was going to get hyped, I tell you. Right, but. And then you just, uh, you, you cut me off. But, but, you know, if you pull it up on the network, what's the first match you're going to see? It's the Triple Threat um, match. It's not, you know, yeah, the Andre yeah. Giant Battle yeah, Royale. Triple Threat. I was, it's only been two weeks, but I'm like, wait, what opened WrestleMania? Right, right. So, um, but yeah, man, let's let's talk about SmackDown now, and and you know, SmackDown. What, dude? Yes, this is. Yeah. SmackDown has inspired a wave of positivity. I feel like going it's the through. Fucking like. <laughs> I ran. It's like the fucking indie fans like pipe dream. That's what's going on. So I ran kind of an informal poll in the Wrestling Square Circle Facebook group. If you guys haven't joined it, uh, feel free to send us an invite. We'll let you in. Great debates, great discussion. I could not find one single person that was willing to come in there and say. Yeah, I'm down with Monday Night Raw. Uh, I, th- I I'm more interested in seeing Monday Night Raw. I I couldn't find one person, and it wasn't like one of the official polls, but it was kind of like you know what show would you rather watch? And it was just SmackDown, SmackDown, SmackDown. I don't even need to watch Raw. I'll watch the YouTube clips of Strowman, uh, SmackDown, SmackDown, SD, SD Live, and it was just like this is nuts. Like I wonder how this happened, why this happened. Um, but let's take a look at the roster. On the face side for the men, we have champion AJ Styles. We have Daniel Bryan, a main eventer that just fell out of the sky, essentially, yes. for, for SmackDown. <laughs> um, you got Randy Orton, Jeff Hardy, Sin Cara, Ty Dillinger, and R-Truth, who popped up randomly. On the heel side now, yeah. you've got Shin- Shinsuke, uh, Punch Him in the Dick, Nakamura, um, Samoa. Oh, wait, is it a Shinsuke Kakamura? Shinsuke Kakamura, one. I've heard that, yes. And in a fucking sudden surprise, we saw Samoa Joe. Yes. Um, it, I'm totally down with that because I think Joe's like firing on all cylinders once again, as he was doing uh, last summer in the Lesnar feud. Um, Andrade Cien Almas, which was their call up from NXT. And I personally, I wanted Almas to go to Raw to be that wrestler on the heel side um but it didn't happen they stuck him over to smackdown and just enhanced their embarrassment of riches i feel like at the top um and then yes. also the miz came over who's definitely uh looks like he's gonna be primed to go at daniel bryan eventually in the feud of our dreams um rusev is still kind of you know in between that face and heel role they don't know what they want to do with him they keep booking him as a heel i think they need to turn him face, and I'll tell you why um, in a moment. Uh, also, Aiden English, Big Cass, Shelton Benjamin. I'm sorry, I'm sorry uh, to cut you off. I know you're on a roll. I think I know why they need to turn Rusev face, and can I just make a guess? Sure. He's over. <laughs> He's well, getting yes. cheered. Correct. He's getting cheered a lot. Um, also... Uh, and I've I shown Benjamin and they have Samir Singh listed, but he's probably going to end up on Raw. So you would think looking at their baby faces, and this was a, actually a great point that I heard Dave Meltzer make. If you look at their everyday guys that are probably going to be on the road, right? I don't think Daniel Bryan's going to be doing every house show. Randy Orton, definitely. I know so. he doesn't do all the house shows. And Jeff Hardy, I'm not sure if he does all the house shows. So if you look at it on the face side, it's really kind of thin. And a lot of those guys are older. So it's like AJ Styles is going to get leaned on a lot. So I think Rusev needs to turn to be able to give all those guys someone to wrestle. 
or and someone even pin you know if they don't want to use rusev as a world champion but they can put him in the upper mid card as a face have him be extremely popular have him just ham it up all the way and then take him on the road and have him go in there with almas or joe or nakamura like we've already seen what that does um and also big cast was around i don't know if i mentioned him before but um, i think actually yeah i think you might have overlooked him which uh it's pretty easy to do, to be honest. <laughs> um, and speaking of big cast, like it looks like he's kind of headed into a few with Daniel Bryan, so they're not going for the money uh, immediately first. Caleb, I just want to tell you that you know when I was dreaming about Daniel Bryan being cleared for three years and hoping that he would wrestle in WWE, I I just I just knew that you know one day I would see Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass, and then all my dreams would come true. Oh, really? <laughs> Okay. I had a similar dream. Yeah, but... I had a similar dream that like like Daniel Bryan is gonna come back. Caleb, your favorite wrestler in a long time. He's gonna retire. Two years later, against all odds, he's gonna come back. And his second feud back is gonna be with the big bass. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Universe. Thank you, Brian Armstrong. Thank you everybody. I'm so excited to see this feud. Okay, so uh, like on a serious note, um, I'm not tripping over the big cast and Daniel Bryan thing because I felt like Daniel Bryan has gotten more out of less in the past. Um, That's fair. And yeah. if they don't want to have him go into, like, obviously he, Nakamura is kind of reserved for Styles right now. You don't want to do Joe and Bryan yet. I feel like Almas, you may not want to beat him right off the bat. In the Miz, you might want to save that for maybe SummerSlam or at least a bigger show. Um, yeah, Big Cass is kind of the only guy that's left for him. So yeah, this is yeah because this is like a B level pay per view. <laughs> so I understand. I'm not you know like despite my exaggerations earlier, I'm not tripping over it. Yeah, but, yeah. But under no circumstances uh, should uh, Big Cass be going over. So let's not uh, get that uh, misconstrued. Oh, so. he's, he's going over, brother. <laughs> um, I think. Uh, what what do you what are you, what are your impressions over you know this grandiose roster like of those you know top uh eight well, to ten guys um can road like dog James, fuck this up uh yes he can because you saw their roster last year it was, it was still pretty loaded and then the man above him said hey um you gotta put the belt on this guy and uh, i feel like uh this guy this year Worst case scenario could be the big bass. So, and that's what I'm going to call him from here on in. By the way, just so you <laughs> big know, big bass. Gotcha. The big bass. He looks like a fish, dude. Oh And I'm man. not. You, that's not a judgment, but yeah. Um. Like, get ready for six months of the big bass as world champion. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't. I feel like. I feel like Samoa Joe's prime for the title sometime this year. We're kind of stepping on our material later, but we'll get to that. But like looking yeah. looking at that face side, like like how strong is this? Like you know, from uh, like all these guys get cheered. Um, but like, what do you think about you know this roster? I mean, it's loaded. Like there are plenty of really good talents on there. You know, I mean, Styles, Brian Orton, Hardy. The house shows might be a little bare. You might have to run a lot of tag matches. Uh, you might have to use your women a lot more than, I don't know, maybe they're comfortable with doing. But on TV, you know, you've got two hours. So you've only got two hours. You don't have a third hour. So, I mean, there's no reason why you can't run like Styles, Brian Orton, Jeff, and I don't really give a shit if Ty Dillinger, Sin Cara, or R-Truth on TV during the week, but whatever. 
So, you know, there's no reason why you can't have all those guys on TV during the week. Um, your heels, I mean, Shin, Joe, CN, The Miz. I'm sorry, I'm rattling off all the names here. But, yeah, it's, it's loaded. It's absolutely loaded. I am very optimistic for the brand. I'm really excited about SmackDown, and it's like they clean the fuck up. Uh, I feel like uh, let's talk about the women. Um, they now this is a uh, kind of my column come to life here. Uh, WWE using the people that either we don't respect um, as wrestlers in the heel roles or very like limited experience or you know with no real track record of success. Like with the faces, Charlotte Flair. Oscar, Naomi, Becky Lynch, and, you know, Nikki's, like, kind of just floating in the wind. She's not officially, like, on SmackDown or anything. But yeah. the mat- the people that they are going to be wrestling are Carmella, Peyton Royce, Billy Kay, Sonya Deville, Mandy Rose, Lana, and an injured Tamina. Yeah, I, I don't expect any. I don't. I don't expect any six star classics and a face versus heel matchup from them. Do you feel? Who would you? Do you feel like um, any of those like faces has to turn? And if you do, uh, who would it be that you would turn? Uh, short answer is just no. No, you've like if you turn one of them, you've only got three other f- uh, female faces on the brand. So. No, but if I had to turn someone, I would probably have to turn Naomi, I guess. Why is that? Uh, because I feel like they're um, they're going to hesitate to turn Charlotte again. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, at that point, your choices are Naomi, Asuka, or Becky Lynch. I don't think you can turn Becky. She's naturally one of the most over females on the roster. Oscar, I mean, maybe you could, but at the same time, I feel like people again are just kind of naturally inclined to cheer for her. So that's kind of Naomi's just, you know, by like guilty by association. Yeah, man. Or a victim of circumstance. Pardon me. I think the person that you know I would turn in. I actually, you know, this kind of flies in the face of a lot of the things, but I think Becky. She hasn't been a heel since NXT. She's been over a really long time as a babyface, but she's never going to be looked at as number one over Asuka and Charlotte. So that. So what you're saying is she's kind of in a similar position to Sami Zayn last year? Bingo. There's a spot wide open for her either at the top or at, you know, uh, or, se- or second front of the top in the heel women's division. And in my opinion, she'd clearly be the number one heel if they did that. We, we've seen her be vicious. We've seen her turn the heel charm on in NXT. It's been a long time, but Becky might have to turn, I think. Uh, because, like, I think Naomi's, like, her entrance, like, kind of makes her a baby face for life. As you mentioned, Asuka, people not really signed up to boo Asuka like that. And, you know, I hate to pull this out. They've already turned Nakamura. So... <laughs> Um, in Charlotte, I think she's like, they want to keep her as face as, uh, as long as possible, not as to not mess with what they may have planned in the future with her and, um, Ronda Rousey. Yep. But, um, yeah, I personally is Becky for me. Uh, but cause those heels like Carmelo's the champion. 
I don't know, bro. You got to tell me about Peyton Royce and Billy Kay. I knew Peyton Royce, like, I seen a couple matches from her in NXT where it was it was cool, but it definitely wasn't at the level of, like, you know, the, the Four Horsewomen or Ember Moon or anything like that. And Billy Kay is, like, a train wreck in the ring. Um, well, I won't go that far. Shoot, she's okay. Um, Sonya and Mandy clearly just inexperienced, I feel like. Um, yeah. And Lana, you know, you, you're not really looking for wrestling out of Lana, so they've got to fix that um, with, with their women. Um, but, of course, SmackDown now has a fucking great tag team division. Like, yeah, all-time all level. And they're only six tag teams deep. Yeah. Uh, so, on the face side, we've got the Usos, we have the New Day, we have Gallows and Anderson, and then the heels, we have the Bludgeon Brothers, who are the champions, Sanity, and then Sheamus and Cesaro, and on the injured reserve, actually, Epico and Primo, who will never, ever get fired. Oh, boy. Yeah. You know. Do they have, like, uh, does does their dad have, like, nudes on Vince or something? Like, what's the deal there? I think the deal with it is, like, Carlos Colon, like, has always kind of been linked in with the WWF for, like, years and years, and probably got, like, his kids have jobs for life, essentially, so it's... Old, good old fashioned nepotism, but well, <laughs> so I can't be mad at it. <laughs> yeah, it, it, you know it is what it is, and those dudes they don't yeah. suck or anything. They just you know they don't get used. But um, yeah, this tag team division. Now, when I look at the face side, I look at the new day. Like, are we gonna go through another calendar year again with them? Like, and not try to see what we have with any of them. Elsewhere, as singles guy. Yeah, as singles. yeah, you've got like Jesus Christ, we just went over it. They've got eight singles faces right now. You can't tell me you can't run Biggie as a face, you can't run Woods as a face, can't run Kofi as a face. God forbid, you know. I really think they need what? to look there. I really think they need to do Jesus, it. We've only got okay, look, there are only two tag belts, there aren't three of them, right. There's only two. Hey, yep. There's there's only two tag belts, and there's also six tag teams or, or five other tag teams. Let those exactly. guys run it over that shit, and like they're gonna yeah, need they, to fill not, out single stuff. Yeah, it's not like they run multiple tag team feuds on SmackDown, right? At the same time, right? Yeah. So like, if the Usos and the Bludgeon Brothers are fighting for a while, it's gonna be a while before Gallows and Anderson get in the mix, or Sanity gets yep. in the mix. Who's you know just coming up from NXT? They're gonna need to be beating somebody. So I think they're yep. gonna beat on Gallows and Anderson. I think eventually they'll probably beat on the New Day. Um, and you know they're they might be marketed as heels. Don't know exactly what they're doing. They don't have Nikki Cross with them. Uh, so not sure which way they're going with it. And also the bar, like they're not about to bring Sheamus and Cesaro in just to be bums. It's like, you can do a lot with all these tag team guys and also funnel a couple of them into the singles ranks. I feel like not, not only in uh, the new day, but, but sanity as well, or Sheamus and Cesaro. Yep. Like, when, when you're looking at this, like, I don't know, man, like, like, are the Bludgeon Brothers just going to dominate this shit forever <laughs> at this rate? Jesus Christ, I hope not, because that would get pretty goddamn boring. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, man, like, I don't know, man. Overall, I think SmackDown is in such, like, a better position than it has been um, yes. recently. 
it has just the amount of like excitement. It has like a returning legend in his prime in Daniel Bryan. It has AJ Styles, who's a great champion. It has Nakamura, mm-hmm. who's has a fresh new like character and kind of spin on spin on things. It has Samoa Joe, who may be doing the best work of his WWE career. You have the excitement in Andrade Cien Almas that I don't know if you necessarily have with Drew McIntyre uh, for a lot of folks. Um, you have stability like with a veteran like Randy Orton who can wrestle any of these guys yep. and you know the match is going to yeah. be what it is he can he he can put on a match of the night any night that he cares to right like say if you put almost in there with him like those guys will probably tear the house down um and yeah. Jeff, jeff hardy like he has a cult following still even being a 40 year old like i think yeah. these guys have set up smackdown to thrive and then you know big cast um he's in a position to where there's no no one else like him on this brand. There's no super tall guy that's walking around and, you know, like Joe's a monster, but he's a different kind of monster. Almost like, like he's unique to this brand. Like whereas raw, they have Strowman, they have Corbin, they have like a bunch of like tall, big guys walking around like Lashley and Reigns and Lesnar. It's like Kane. It's like the land of the giants. Big show. Like Cass is the only one there. So he's going to get a chance to stand out. I feel like in, really like grab control of his future for the first time because he was fucking linked with Enzo last time and that's not gonna necessarily get you over or anything (laughs) yeah yeah no um so Caleb like like what show would you rather watch out of these two I feel like the answer is like fairly easy I mean yeah it would be Smackdown I've obviously I'm still gonna watch Raw because because my boy Sammy but uh no Smackdown easy yeah man um same for me. Um, I'd rather watch SmackDown, like, you know, nine, like nine times out of ten, definitely SmackDown. Um, Raw could do a couple things to, to excite me, as I mentioned, like Drew McIntyre kind of ascending out of the tag team division and into singles. Um, maybe Elias getting better in the ring. I would have, you know, if, if there was anything about the uh, shakeup, and I didn't have this written down, if, if there was anything you could change, Caleb, what would it have been? Because I know what I would have changed. I probably, I mean, it would have, as far as work rate goes, it would have left your heels pretty bare, but I probably honestly would have kept Sammy on SmackDown or wrote him back in, but that's really about all I think I would have changed. Maybe I might've also sent the revival over to SmackDown, Yeah, but that's really about all that I can think of off the top of my head. So me, I would have sent Elias to SmackDown and um, Andrade San Almas to Raw. Because each of them will give the brand something that the other one doesn't. Um, Elias and and also they'll benefit from it. So Raw will benefit because they're adding another top tier heel worker. And Andrade Cien Almas will get to wrestle against all those Raw baby faces they have, essentially. And in Elias's case, he will be able to get to go over there and be a heel and then face all those great baby faces they have and learn a little bit more on the wrestling side. And maybe, you know, on the raw side with Almas and, uh, Zelina, maybe they kind of take the next step, like with their character and their presentation and everything like that. Um, so that, that's one change I would have made, um, looking elsewhere. I don't know, man. Um, raw's tag teams are, are, are a little hurt. Um, I could I, I could have went for the Usos on Mondays. Um, I could have went for, um, you know, 
I could have went for Becky moving over for, you know, trade Becky for either Bailey or Sasha or, or someone like that. But that's another uh, one I might have. And, you know, this might get some flack, but I would have split up Bailey and Sasha. Yeah. If they're not going to, if they're not going to do, do it, like then take it away from us. Like clearly yeah. they could have done it. Yeah. Like they've been on the same brand for since, September Since of of 2016. Right. Yeah, a year and a half. So, I mean, cool. Like, if we're going to wait for it, fine, but I wouldn't have had a, a problem if they would have split it up now that you mentioned that. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, I think that would be all what I would do. Like, um, like what do you think um, could bring SmackDown down, possibly? Um... Again, it's just uh, the only problem they could have is resource allocation. Like if there is an if there becomes a random insistence on like, okay, big cast has got to be the top heel, the top focus of this show. That's that could be a problem Mm -hmm. because and it's not to say like, oh, he's bad, but he's not like, in my opinion, he's not top heel right now. Yeah, he's no better than fifth, like in my estimation, like, yeah, if if you're aggressive in the equation, like. He's not. He doesn't have any more juice than any of those other guys. Like right now, it's like I if mentioned. you want to run him, if you want to run him up the ladder, you know, slowly but surely, go ahead. That's fine. But just that's the only thing I could see bringing them down. Or you know, of course, the potential injuries. Right. Which, that's always a factor in wrestling. Right. Um. And I don't even know if we have to worry about Randy Orton turn, turning heel because they're so hurt on the face side. I think like. Yeah, only got real four real main event heels, so I think one of the New Day members needs to step up as the fifth guy. Um, to give me give that Biggie singles run. That's what I'm asking for. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know. Like I said, the only thing you know, AJ Styles could break down Nakamura. What if he really is washed and it doesn't matter if he's a face or heel? That could go wrong. Samoa Joe has had a history of injuries. What if almost yes. just doesn't catch and you know Miz just flops at, at, at the top level. I don't see Miz flopping oh, dude, or anything. If, if Miz flops, um, all hope is lost. Yeah. Because <laughs> just, like, just in general, like he had somebody else wearing his world title on SmackDown last year. So I think he, yes, he he's did. going to want to get that, uh, title and, you know, it could end up in Daniel Bryan versus the Miz for the world belt. Like, I don't know if that necessarily even needs it, but cause those dudes, like they're on some real fight forever stuff. Like, you know, that shit goes back to 2010. So, <laughs> um, yeah, but I'm trying to think, uh, Sheldon Benjamin, he's kind of just around. The, I think, I definitely think Becky needs to turn though. Um, the, the heel women are, are just going to be, it's going to be a struggle on SmackDown personally. Uh, what I think, but, um, I'm trying to think, uh, what do you think could bring raw down in this case? You know, cause we're, you know, I think raw is like in a position where, Looking at it, it's like they have nowhere to go but up at this point. But what do you think could just like just ruin it, like where they don't even get out of first gear? Shit, man, I would really have to think in that regard. Um, let me, let me, t- I'm gonna peek at this roster again, real quick. Um, I would say if you go that route of. Um, if you do an extended Roman Reigns and Jinder Mahal or Baron Q- uh, Corbin feud of like a couple of months, that could really like bring my interest down <laughs> uh, for obvious reasons. <laughs> but um, man, I 
or if they keep playing this weird game of like maybe we're gonna turn Sasha heel, maybe we won't. Like that that's also a problem. <sighs> or if Nia Jax overstays her welcome as women's champion, mm-hmm. which I'd say is possible. See, I think the thing that could get them off track is if they continue to never figure anything out for Strowman to really like capitalize on all that momentum that he has right now. I I mean, it's crazy you say that. I didn't like Strowman didn't even come to mind. Right. Right. That, that <laughs> Which that's, is a that's shame. how much they've kind of like I don't want to say like de-emphasize him, but they've kind yeah. of like just moved him away from where where he was at at the Royal Rumble, and and I knew this would happen. Like I felt like he was going to be the next Dean Ambrose because the same thing happened in 2016 when Dean Ambrose was hotter than the fucking sun in the yes. first two months of the year. They do this weird shit and just beat him at WrestleMania like he's a bum, and then he kind of languishes yep. in the feud with Jericho. He gets, and then it's, he gets cooled. He gets cooled off in his feud with Jericho, and he only gets the title. Because Roman Reigns got suspended. And, and by that time, like, they kind of missed the wave, and then they tried to ride it, and it never quite clicked, and it was rise, you know, the rise of AJ Styles, and then people kind of wanted to turn on Dean at the end. Like, yo, get the, get that belt the fuck off him. Crazy. I can't believe that, too. Like, that's crazy. People wanted to talk shit on Ambrose by the end of 2016. To me, he was still, like, second best performer in WWE that year. Yeah, and, and I think it's, it just comes down to striking when iron's hot with guys, and they didn't do that with, with Ambrose, and I'm afraid that they're, they're walking into that trap again with Strowman. Um, Lashley, he's a complete mystery to me. As I mentioned, I don't know a ton about the guy, and if he's wrestling like all these other guys that are, you know, these big brooding plotting guys, like, I don't know about you, but I want to see him and Sami Zayn in there together. I want to see him and Kevin oh, Owens shit. together. Like, that's what I want to see for him, like, because, you know, just looking at him, he's a big muscle motherfucker, right? So, I'm going to assume yep. he wrestles a certain way. I could be surprised, I could be wrong, but I think, you know, he needs to not be in there with Elias. He needs to not be in there with gender. He needs to not be in there with Corbin. He needs to go in there with the workers. So uh, we can get the best kind of view of him possible first before we shove him with these other guys. Um, Balor and Rollins, like, you got to figure out something for Balor. He's won, he won the, the universal title. He, he's never sniffed it since. How did, how did I not mention him? He should have switched to SmackDown too. Duh. Yeah. I, I was I, definitely wow, expecting Finn to go. Wow. Yeah. I was definitely expecting Finn to go, and I think he's a prime candidate to turn. Um, a lot of, you know, question marks with Balor. Like, as far as, like, how much do they really believe in him? They got all the way to WrestleMania, and they didn't, you know, put the paint on him. They, they, yep. They've never let him reach that super top level that they had that first, like, month. So did they quit on him? I don't know. Uh, Do you think they quit on him? I don't know if they've entirely quit on him. I think he honestly might be in, uh, and forgive me for making the comparison, uh, like a Chris Benoit like type of spot where like, yeah, we went to you once and like, maybe if we need you later, we'll get you towards that spot. But like, you're not our first choice. Right. Um, so yeah, moving forward, man. Like, what what feuds are you looking forward to that that you can just look at on paper? Uh, if you want to pull the list up again while I stall for you for a couple of seconds, yes, um, yes, please keep stalling. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, if you just like seeing oh, these on paper, like like what are the some of the matches you look forward to? You hope happening uh, over this this you know cycle? Uh, Sammy and Finn. Um, probably, I would say. Again, Lashley and Strowman. Yep. I know that's, you know, face and face, but still. It happens. 
Yep. <laughs> um, man, Bobby Roode and Seth Rollins, because, again, mm. I feel like a turn for Bobby Roode is on the way. Not really much on the tag side that I'm like, oh, I'd love to see that. <laughs> um, Women-wise, I mean, if they ever run Bailey and Sasha, yeah, sign me up. That's really all I got on Raw, but on SmackDown, like, I mean, it's a never-ending list on SmackDown. Brian against basically any hill you've got on there. You got it. AJ, AJ against basically any hill you got on there, whatever. Um, the club against the Bludgeon Bros, I think, could actually be pretty good. The bar against any of those face teams. Run back Charlotte and Asuka for sure. Asuka and Becky, give me that. I don't think we've ever seen that. I don't in think WWE they've ever been in the same place at the same time. Yep, Asuka and Becky for sure. Uh, that's really all I can uh, come up with on the off the top of my head. Oh, Dean and Seth, whenever Dean comes back. Yeah, just just come out and just just put his head through a fucking wall, like. <laughs> yeah. You know. Oh, you know, even better, even better. Put his head through a cinder block. Yes, return that favor. Um, yes. <laughs> that he did for you. He tried to murder this man. Yes, as, he uh, tried James to murder you so you could uh, so you could go film uh, twelve rounds part three. Oh man, um, yeah man, I I want to see Dan Bryan and Andrade San Almas. I want to see uh, Randy Orton and Samoa Joe. I want to see Dan Bryan and Samoa Joe. Um, I de- on the face or excuse me the raw side. I want to see uh, Lashley and Sami Zayn. I want to see Reigns and Sami Zayn. I want to see Sami Zayn is in the position to wrestle all those dudes on Raw. Essentially, um, it just just do all this, Sammy. <laughs> yeah, all you know, just run through and you know just lose to them all like a geek. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know. Lesnar and Lashley. That, that seems to be what everyone wants. So why not That's see it? Been why a not rumor, see it? Yeah. All right, we're back. Had some technical difficulties, but um, I definitely want to see Andrade San Almas and Jeff Hardy for some reason. I think they would turn, you know, burn the building down. So, um, who do you think is going to touch the world title that hasn't so far? And the last question I kind of have prepared. Um, you mentioned him earlier. And again, another one I probably got to go with Samoa Joe. I've got this really weird sneaking suspicion about Big Cass as well on the Raw side. You can't Smart, discount on the SmackDown it. side. You can't discount it. And then on the uh, Raw side, I feel like a lot of it's going to be the Roman show. We might get a Braun run in the fall. Maybe. 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 Uh, yeah. I, I think Roman Reigns is going to going to hold on to that motherfucker with a fucking death grip. Personally, um, I could see, you know, maybe Kevin Owens going up the mountain again. They really want to push Baron Corbin for some odd reason. But um, I'll go far left field and say Mojo finds a way in there. Jesus Christ. Imagine Mojo Raleigh world champion. I I don't I don't know how it would go, but like maybe a money money in the bank briefcase, something. Someone, someone put a nanny cam in Chad's house if he if, if he watches that live. Oh man, yeah, like I'm not saying like you know I want this to happen or anything, but I I think no, you could. but you, I get you, yeah. Um, but yeah, as far as like SmackDown goes, I think Samoa Joe is like essentially like guaranteed to be WWE champion at some point this year. I think he's the guy that ends up taking it off AJ. I don't know if Nakamura necessarily even wins it. Um, 
So we will see how that whole thing goes because Styles has had that belt for a while. Roman will have just won it. Um, I want to say, uh, you know, or, you know, if Lesnar holds this shit and keeps going, they're just going to cause a bunch of confusion from there. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't think you can discount big Cass and fuck, put it on Big E. who cares? Like, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you know, maybe Daniel Bryan. I won't start beating that drum yet, but it's Maybe. coming. I'm, I'm going to let y'all know it's coming. I'm telling you. Yeah, you give us, man, if you don't have that belt in a year and a half, or at least by a year and a half, me and Rich, we're going to lead a fucking march on Titan Towers. It's going to happen. Yes. I'm, I'm going to Stanford, Connecticut. I'm going to say, where is Vince's, Vince's office? They're going to yeah. stop me, uh, and I'm going to continue to walk uh, throughout the office. I'm going to knock stuff down, flip it over, and say, I refuse yes. to leave until... I am led into the creative meeting and, and say, I will let them know. Yeah. I, will, I will let them know. Not only this riot, it's going to kick ass. It's going to fuck too. Yes. I tell you, <laughs> we, we managed to get 55 uh, minutes into the show without a fucks reference. So th- that, that's kind of, that's kind of a proud moment of, uh, you know, in the history of one yes. nation radio. But, um, yeah, yeah man. Talk um, to me in the past two weeks. It's amazing that it went this long. Yes. Yes. But, um, yeah, man, Caleb is dropping a show soon that is definitely destined to fuck. Uh, yes. Tell us a little bit more, like, uh, as I mentioned, uh, Caleb, about the wrestling wash. Just one more time for everybody before we get up out of here. All right. Well, for you jabronis with short attention spans, again, there's not a lot of impact or Ring of Honor coverage on Social Suplex or on the podcast network. That's what I'm here for. That's the service I am going to provide for you folks. I'm doing it free of charge as well. So really you should be thanking me. Send send all your, send all your uh, compliments. Thank yous. Or if you fucking hate me, send your hate tweets to (laughs) at social suplex without the vowels. Again, S C L S P L X. For those of you that don't know what vowels are underscore Cal B. That's my name without the E in there. And uh, also uh, follow the, the show as well. Wrestling Wash SS. No spaces, none of that. Yeah, man. I was going to ask you about them underscores and all that. That's just causing confusion. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, <laughs> when you have to use them, you have to use them. So I, that's where I'm at. Yeah, man. So um, I just want to thank everybody for listening to the whole network. As I mentioned, make sure you guys check out the other shows on the network. Keeping it strong style. Your New Japan uh, podcast, the Ricky and Clive show all the way over in Scotland. The Outsider's Edge with Rance and Carl. And of course, One Nation Radio here with me, Rich. Until James comes back, I will continue to hold it down. You will hear guests like Caleb. You will get me uh, by myself at times. But um we definitely appreciate you guys uh, supporting the social suplex podcast network. Make sure you go into your ratings. Give us a five, give us a six. If you can somehow figure it out, um, take screenshots, send them to us. I believe Ricky and Clive is running a t-shirt contest still. So you do not want to miss that. If you want a t-shirt, uh, go ahead and send a rating and tweet those guys and send it to them. Yeah, you can send it to me. It, and I'll, not- I'll get it over to them. However you want to do it. Yeah, it's not like we don't deliver either. I mean, we did one back in, I want to say, February, and that's how Kyle Moore's longtime listener, it was also on the Ricky and Clive show, that's how he won uh, his Happy Rusev Day shirt. Yeah, man. It was through the the Keeping It Strong style. So, yeah. 
so eventually you know I'll, I'll come up with something for this show but you know I'm broke so um, <laughs> yeah I got a, I got a car note too so don't expect me to you know be putting contests out there for you yeah we, I might have to run something where I let you come on the show or something but um, yeah um, thank you guys for listening uh, I'm sure I will be back Sunday with more talk about the greatest Royal Rumble and uh, backlash and looking at the rest of like Raw and Smackdown this week from a show perspective uh, on Sunday live in the Wrestling Square Circle Facebook group make sure you add yourself if you have not uh, appreciate the downloads the support we are about this bitch yep peace thank you for listening to One Nation Radio we'll see you next time next time